How's it going? This is Ty, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 28 of the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast into 2019. It's the first episode of 2019, and one of the first days, actually, of 2019, too, uh, January 2nd, which, if you follow me on social media or one of my Facebook friends, I made comments and also on the blog itself about mistakenly, it's probably going to be one to two weeks of me mistakenly writing 2018 and back of everything that I have to put a date to. <laughs> I don't know if you're like that. Of course, that's not what we're here to talk about today, although we could a little bit. This post is going to be a sequential post that was originally post number three of the Copy Codex Disney series, which I talked about Mickey and Donald, and today is going to be Goofy. I originally titled this Goofy and the Dual Nature of Copywriters, which is an interesting thing to me about the dual nature. Um, so let's let's get to it. I could say that before I actually dive into what I'm going to talk about. This might be a shorter one unless I really get going full steam and then uh, we'll see from there. But originally this was very short. Because I want to try to stick to one idea, one idea per post or per episode as best I'm able. So anyway, and if you don't know about Goofy, uh, you should. He, if I'm not mistaken, this wasn't in the original post, but I'm going to say it anyway. He's not mistake. If I'm not mistaken, his original name was Dippy Dog, and according to the Disney lore, if I'm also not mistaken, he's a single dad and or a widower which was interesting to me because of the fact that that's something I never knew. He's really klutzy. Everybody who has seen Goofy for more or Goofy cartoon for probably more than 20 seconds knows that. And I'm sure if you have, you have too. It's like he's trademark. Uh, in one cartoon, I remember uh, he ended, he tried to set up a home gym and launched himself out a window. So he, uh, it's kind of klutzy as far as that goes. Usually, if I read a book that he was in, he usually wasn't in it by himself. There might have been a couple of the ones. But the book that I want to reference briefly, like not quoting from it or anything, because that would be ridiculous, and I don't own the characters or have permission, is the book Mickey Mouse and the Best Neighbor Contest. This was like a golden book that I had read when and had read to me when I was like really small. This was like years and years ago. So anyway, enough of that. Okay, so basically what the premise of the book was, was that they, Mickey and everybody decided to turn like downtown, basically the town where they lived, which I don't think they named in the book, but anyway, into basically like a ginormous amusement park for little kids to have fun. So, okay, Donald, Mickey was like the judge and he would decide who had the best exhibit and who deserved to be the, the best neighbor to get this trophy type thing that said they were the best neighbor, okay? So Donald gave hot air balloon rides and everybody else had different projects like a free playground and lots of other different things. Well, Goofy, he was... He made a big uh, to-do about the fact that Goofy was totally stuck deciding what to do. He could not decide. 
what to actually do. So he that's a subject for another post or another episode about being paralyzed, either paralyzed by you see what other people are doing or being paralyzed by the fact that you have too many choices, just like do nothing at all. Like I said, I won't get into that now. The thing that stood out to me though was that Mickey sees everything running smoothly, like nothing is like really the matter with anything. And we find out that instead of doing something himself, Goofy actually helped others with things like maintenance on their rides and what have you. So it looked like he wasn't doing a thing. But in the end, he decided to help everybody else with their things, whatever they needed to, what have you, whatever they needed to have done up for maintenance and looking after stuff. So I was like, what does this have to do with copywriting? I think it has a lot to do with copywriting and here's why. Copywriters, and if you are one, or even if you're a business owner, you don't have to be a copywriter. You have a wealth of knowledge about business techniques. If you, let's say, for instance, if you have a business where you clean carpet, do you have to only have knowledge about cleaning carpets? Generally not. You have to have knowledge about business and sales and marketing and prospecting. So while you would have to know how to clean carpets in an example, you'd also have to know how to get business. So you would have to learn about prospecting and sales and closing and negotiating and lots of other different things that don't really have to do with cleaning directly with cleaning a carpet. But if you were to have a business cleaning carpets, you would have to figure it out because that's part and parcel of having a business because there are different parts of it that you have to know about and be familiar with. And with copywriters, it's the same thing. This would apply, copywriters could apply it for themselves or they could apply it for their clients or both. Some do both. Uh, That's for emails, sales letters, any type of marketing really. Even stuff like Facebook or video scripts. Uh, So copywriters can be like goofy in that sense. They can help others with whatever they need to do, but have no time for. If, because as humans, there are some things about business or the things that we do that we like and other things about business that we don't like, but that we have to do anyway. So some people need to get in touch with others and to do that, they write, but they may not like it. Or they have to get leads and they don't like it. Or in a carpet cleaning example, maybe uh, Jim, let's call him, really likes the sales and prospecting part because he likes talking to people. But when he actually has to do things like move furniture around and clean carpet, he hates it. So there are different opportunities for different skills and different strengths to be shown. And that could be anything from trying out a new advertising medium. Some people do better with things like Facebook and YouTube or email or blogs or really anything. 
But if somebody's new to it, they can help them, of course. Or about new ways to approach prospects, as well as writing the copy. If somebody wants to, has an email list they've never monetized, I mean, a writer could help them do that because they're combining, the writer is combining their skill with the business owner's knowledge of their market. Because a lot of people don't like writing. And that's where the real magic is. It's kind of like a, I don't know if the word is like a joint venture. Or like a partnership where somebody takes something that they do well and combines it like Goofy did with somebody else's project and prospects that they already have which is, was the whole point of it. <laughs> okay, so that that originally was the end of this. I will have to say that I did I did enjoy this at the time and I still enjoy cartoons, I mean regardless. And I'll also have to think up a new poll if you're hearing this to try to gauge interest for various projects I'm thinking of doing that will involve, that can involve you if you're listening to this, depending on what your interests are and what your business is. So it's been a really awesome episode and I hope you guys have a great, great 2019. All right. That'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn more about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is timealcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. And if you want to support this podcast, the number one way you can do it is rating commenting or subscribing to it wherever you listen to this podcast on Google or Apple, the Apple store or what have you. You can also donate to this podcast if you feel like to do so and you're getting value out of it. Even as little as 99 cents a month would be an awesome help. So anyway, I appreciate your time and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye.